0: perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way.
1: This is The Truth on WTMJ.
0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. My life, my life,
1: my life, my life in the sunshine. Is this supposed to be sunshine? It's like... Well, I could actually be in California, so there's, That's true. <laughs> there, there's something to that. Or wildfire. Sunshine. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, Old National Bank. Talking text line is 855-616-1620. Thank you, Patrick, you bet. because you gave some really good information. It's, it's, just, it's just weird. And I know everybody's going to blame it on global warming and then global cooling and everything in between. I just don't think man does enough damage with all the technology and things that have come from the 1900s to now. I think places like China and other places are doing terrible as it relates to the to uh, air and clean air and things of that nature, clean water. But by and large in America, I think we've become significantly efficient where we're really not putting out a lot of things. What scares me is we're trying to push um Electric cars, electric everything, electric this, electric that down the throats of people that it'll actually cost us more because we got to pay for it. And now, you know, you got this windmill, but the cost to get the electricity from the windmill to where it needs to go is more expensive than the, than the it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. And why we're trying to do this and change everybody over, you know, cars by 30, 2030 and all that, It's it's, it's too much. It's... And, and I think we're going to pay for it. And if there's a breakdown in that system, we don't have a backup because you're not. You want to get rid of oil. You want to get rid of gas. You want to get rid of the 300 years of, you know, stuff that's sitting there. But well, no, we can't. Oh, you, you can't pull it out the ground like that. It's doing damage. I get it. I get it. But we've got to come up with a, with a better way. My way is not moving to California like ever. I'm never moving to California. Power outages increasing due to strong winds. And I always tell people, you know, rain is one thing. Water is one thing. Float if you have to. Get in a boat. But when the wind comes, you're done. You're like a feather. So scary to me. Scary to me. We'll have an update at uh, 9 o'clock with ABC News News. And we'll get maybe an update from them to see just just how deep the damage really is in California. And some updates from Maui. That that was one of my stories I wanted to talk about this hour with Maui being such a bizarre. Yeah. So 855 616 I want to say thank you to uh, Colin for calling. Um, I appreciate that. Anything you want to talk about? Anything I mentioned? that um what's the word i want to say tickles your fancy you know gives you gives you thought state of emergency out west so yeah that's that's unfortunate i've got family in california in the um in the los angeles area so i'm i'm watching it intently uh public schools are closed monday in los angeles because of a flooding threat nearly 22 million people are under tropical storm warnings, including LA and San Diego. A um, hundred Nevada National Guard soldiers are ordered to help. and when the storm leaves California, it's going to be headed to Arizona. So sometime tomorrow or Tuesday um, Arizona will be getting hammered with rain and 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 the weird part about it is because you're in a desert, like what? What effect will that have? There's no water there, so mm. interesting. And I'm looking at pictures where the flooding is already starting in California. So, yeah, interesting. So, my question before the break: Is America going to hell? So we are struggling. We've been struggling since the time we started this country. Was there ever a time that this country was good? And I don't mean good in the sense of whether or not we're good versus bad versus um I-, I called it the Soviet Union one time. Somebody said, Hey, it's not it's not the Soviet Union, it's Russia. And I and I laughed at him. I said, You do understand the whole fight in Europe with that place called the Ukraine is about them reigniting the soviet okay so so yeah i i'm we've been struggling since the turn of the wheels that started america we've been struggling economically we've gone in you know gold no gold fiat currency no fiat currency on and on and on and on we're struggling with race relations because no one will figure out you know, the Rodney King thing, can't we just get along? Clearly the answer is no. Because so we got extremists on both sides of the aisle. We look at education. It took till 1954, Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka, Kansas, for us to just get, just for the government to acknowledge, yeah, you should probably have an education. But we never quite get it. If you've never heard it before, in my first year, second year, I don't remember, the current superintendent of schools, DPI, can you can you find the name? I, I forget her name. Um, I did an interview with her on one oh one seven the truth. And it was a very hard hitting interview, I would say, only because other people told me it was. Um Jill Underly. Right. So I did an interview with Jill Underly. Nice, nice woman, family woman. Um, But she was able to have enough money to take her kids out of public schools and send them to to a private school. But she says public school kids should stay in public schools. But if you got money, you could take them and put them where you want. And I thought that was a bit disingenuous. Because you're saying that if you're poor, you get whatever we give you and you should be quiet about it because it's tax dollars. But if you can afford it to get out. Yeah, well, you should get out. And then she wants to take away. Funding so that we don't have school choice at all. Your choice should be whatever we give you and the schools you have are garbage. But not me. I can send my kids now. All things being equal, I was able to send my children to private school. My children went to private school from K, whatever, all the way through high school. First public school they went to was college. And then one of them left a public school and went to a private. So what I'm saying is I could afford it, but many people can't. And those are one of the things that we struggle with. When we come back from the break, I also want to look at safety, an issue we have in Milwaukee, nine people shot. And many of these laws don't help the common citizen. So my question to you, eight five five six one six one six twenty 616 1620 is what is the one promising positive thing about America? I've got one, but I want to hear yours. eight five five 616 1620 you're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Should I even say it? This is the truth on TMJ, even though he just said, it's, you're listening to the truth on it. Okay, I'm being redundant. 855-616-1620. And now, from the WTMJ Breaking News Center with an update, here's Patrick. Yeah,
0: thank you, Dr. Kenham. Um, Milwaukee police actually just sending it in to us here um, regarding that uh, mass shooting from uh, last night. Uh, Milwaukee police say they have arrested a man. They've taken a man into custody regarding that shooting as a 22-year-old Uh, from the city. They've also recovered a firearm. Again, that was a mass shooting um, near, rather, 14th and Burnham. It was in the Mitchell Street neighborhood. Um, They're saying it was following a festival. Rather, there was um, people that were at that event. They, They claim it was following the Puerto Rican festival, um, that has not been confirmed yet by Milwaukee police, or that's, that is is not the reason for it. But again, a 22-year-old man has been arrested, uh, rather has been taken into custody regarding that shooting. Again, a firearm has been recovered. The investigation continues by Milwaukee police, and they're set to press charges. It, it sounds at this point, Dr. Ken, that... All the uh, all those shot, which they're saying six males and three females, are all expected to uh, survive or make a full recovery, again, following that shooting. So, once again, a 22-year-old man has been taken into custody regarding uh, that shooting of nine people Saturday night um, in the Mitchell Street neighborhood uh, following a festival down there.
1: That is definitely good to hear. Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate you. Um, 855-616-1620. I, I have a question. Is Is America... Like, what's the one positive thing about America? Or no, 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 not the one positive thing, because there are multiple positive things. Give me one positive thing. You can call, hit me on the talking text line. What's the one positive thing about that you believe is good about America? For everybody. Because that's what I'm looking for. For everybody. I, 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 I believe that it's important to recognize certain things about America that need work. And so we've, we've raised a generation of, Hey, don't look at the negative, look at the positive. Well, but you can't have good without bad. If you don't have bad, you'll never know what good is. If, if you don't have struggle, you'll never know how it feels or looks. And things are going great. So for me. I'm looking for those wonderful things about this country. I mean, I have a few of them, but but do you. Or. Have we just become content with how life is. Have we become content with contentment, really? I think there's some shoring up that we need to do. And there's some openness that we need to have as it relates to discussions and things that need to be fixed And not just you telling us in the black community what you think should fix us or what you think the issue is. I think the issue is the fatherless. I think there are multiple issues. Unfortunately, you're only pointing to the ones we created, not the ones you created. I don't understand your your your. Access to information, good and bad. In terms of what? In terms of what we need in America? Hmm. Access to information, good and bad. That is true. I like to call that history. But I think if we can get journalists to be trained better, to not encourage journalists to Infuse their personal views and write stories based on their point of view or just write the information that's there. If the information is there, well, I'm going to wait till it's verified by until the information, if it's there, go with what you have. Tell people you're going with what you have. Don't tell people what you don't have, just tell them what you have. There's some very basic, easy, simple ways. To. I'm not going to use that phrase, but I get and understand what the phrase is about. Making America a better place. But if we're going to do that, it can't be better just for the majority. It's got to be better for all, which means you have to take into account. The different factions, races, genders, all that stuff. Do we want to know? But I think everybody deserves dignity and respect. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas is taking a much-needed night off and i am here holding down a fort with evan and patrick kane from the wtmj breaking news center uh talking text line 414719 said that our country has such great diversity race and religion true true i think if the If those things were embraced to where it doesn't cause people to get. hmm, People are selfish and people want what they want and they want themselves to always be on top at number one. Did. much of the discrimination issue go too far? I would only say yes because the people that were in charge of it who were in the majority took it too far and now we're getting backlash for something that's perceived not necessarily true. When we come back, I want to talk about an issue that occurred in the Milwaukee police department years ago with a lawsuit that occurred that now I can speak my mind about it because, well, I'm no longer there. I'm retired, but my point of view of it then, and my point of view of it now, it unfortunately is the same and it, it and and what i cautioned actually occurred and it's a it's a microcosm of where this country is going and why it actually scares me sometimes to sit back and look and try to have conversations with people i was in a conversation yesterday with a group of younger millennial people who have this thing in their brain that when you're older you're of no consequence you're, you're like not even important. And the question I wanted to ask was, do you treat your mother and your grandparents like that? Do you treat your father and your grandparents like that? Are you that dismissive? Or you laugh at them when every single thing that you have and possess today, somebody that's a baby boomer, invented it, perfected it, marketed it, and you bought it. I can't think of one thing Today, it's not a negative. I can't think of one thing today. Removing race, removing gender that a millennial has actually created of some significance that people went, wow, that's great. That's new. That's authentic. Not one. Not one. So when we when we talk about innovation and we talk about growth and we talk about expansion, part of that comes with struggle. And many people don't struggle today. So they don't grow. Life becomes hard and you grow. The analogy of a plant, right? Of a, of, of a seed. You take a seed, you stick it in dark, deep dirt. You put it in a hole and you put crap on it. And then it grows into a flower. That's life. And when you avoid it, this is what you get. Animosity, um, religious differences, racial differences, education differences, economic differences, and then those that are in power show us that power, yeah, that's the issue. Because we all know power corrupts. We watch it in politicians. We watch it in police officers. We watch it in everyone. And as you go older, grow go older, grow older, yeah, same thing. As you get older, you start to realize that it's true. Power actually corrupts. And just like our courts and district attorney's offices, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Back to the truth on WTMJ. So we're not getting YouTube till next week, right? So I can sit here and dance and nobody will see me dance. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking. And text lines. So, 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 so. I know we're dealing with the weather in California, but why did, did you did you go back and look? Why did the. Fire in Maui need to burn so long. Is anybody like up on that? So I got some issues with the fire and why it burns so long. The island is surrounded by water, like that. That's just weird to me. Hey, we don't have any water. Like, well. Does it does water have to be treated to be we got any firefighters around here? Does can you use salt water to put a fire out? I mean, when you're at the bitter end and you don't have can you use salt water to put out a fire? I'm pretty sure it'll cause some damage. Maybe it needs to be treated. But, you know, I'm a law enforcement guy. Fire is not my thing. I get it. Not my thing. Is salt water bad to use to put out a fire? Because I'm just wondering. Well, there's a report from Maui. Reports have suggested that M. Khalil Manuel, a former deputy director of the Hawaii Commission on Water Resources Management, waited not one, not two, not three, not four, not five hours I'm sorry, five minutes, but five hours to release water at the height of the fire. So people are begging, right? They're begging, hey, can you release the reservoir? We need to put water in the reservoir so then we can use the water to put out the fire. We'll be fine, right? We'll get it. He waited. Under, under some guise of water is sacred. What? I mean, I, I really don't get it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I get the whole issue with with uh, water being important, but at that point when an entire city is burning down, I don't think so. Maui Fire Department said we watched the devastation around us without the ability to help. We anxiously awaited the morning knowing that we could have made water available to the MFD if our requests had been immediately approved. So what happens is community groups, I want to check with the community groups to say if they're okay with us releasing this water. You know, water's sacred. It's for everybody. Are you kidding me? 114 people dead. So if it's proven that this person's actions caused the fire to rage out of control and 114 people died and a thousand people are accounted for, accounted for, should he be held accountable? A 616 Should he be held accountable for 114 dead people? Now we've prosecuted people with less. We were able to prove things with less. Not being for or against Donald Trump, if you look at some of the charges against him, um, you didn't take a shot in the dark. You took a shot into space, but that's on you. You're you're the ones with a level of immunity where nobody can throw you out except the governor. If you're a DA, but 114 people dead, an entire city. Gone. To the point where they said the wind was blowing so hard, the fire moved a mile a minute. I'm like, how does a fire move that fast when the winds are 80 miles an hour? A mile a minute. Devastated an entire town in 30 minutes. Gone. Children, women, men, boys, girls, elderly, you name it they're either dead or missing because this guy decided it wasn't important that they let the water out too early because we need it water is sacred am i missing something a556161620 should how should he be held accountable should he be tried should he be fired The story I read on OutKick said he got reassigned. To what? Reassigned? Hmm. I just find it interesting that we would allow someone. Well, I guess that's the difference. Would you have broken in and just taken the water? I think at that point. I would have probably done something that would have landed me in jail. I think at that point, me sacrificing the needs of me versus the needs of thousands of people, I I, I might have to go to jail. Not saying I'd want to. Hopefully the district attorney wouldn't prosecute me, but at at some point, you got to save people. I don't understand how that happened. And then after the break I want to I want to jump on um the instance of discrimination. This is the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Talking text line 414-403 says, What's the difference from the Yivaldi chief not sending cops and to get an active shooter? <clears throat> None. None. And I think he should have been prosecuted too. I think I think that when life is lost. It's 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 a balance. See, I'm ambivalent about it. I'm I'm torn because I understand decisions you have to make in the moment, right? There's a in the moment decision, and what what's the phrase? Darned if you do, darned if you don't. So what do you do? What do you do? You make the best decision you have with the best information that you have. It's easy to be an armchair quarterback. Now. This guy in Maui was, was quoted like a year ago in the, in the article on OutKick that talked about how he believes water's sacred and that it shouldn't be used. And I, but five hours? Five hours? Now, thank you, Evan. Evan looked it up, and it, and it, and it, it actually shows that if you use salt water, it's not the best because it'll damage the the equipment right and so you're gonna have to pump it but then you're gonna have to flush that equipment and make sure you get it cleaned out to get the salt out of it um it'll destroy plant life i mean it's salt that's what it does right you should you see my garage with the bottom and every every winter i think oh now i gotta go call somebody to replace all the wood because the salt eats away at the wood at the bottom but that's the cost of using it Until life is threatened and then you use salt water, use whatever it is you have to save lives and you fix it on the other end. You don't stand by and watch and hear gunshots in a building. But here's the other kicker. I don't blame the Yavaldi chief for the kids being killed. I blame the cops that were there. I would have been terrified out of my mind. I would have thought, oh, my God, I can die. But that's what I signed up for. Now, the other thing I was going to talk about with the Milwaukee Police Department is is there was an instance where lieutenants sued and called reverse discrimination, which I never knew there was a thing called reverse discrimination, but discrimination, just discrimination. And it was their right to sue. And so part of my argument was that that's their right to sue, because one day it'll come back and bite you. I thought it was unconscionable and I thought the city did a poor job at at defending Chief Jones. I, I'll say it publicly. Um, the chief didn't do what any other chief has done. We've even had instances under white chiefs in the city of Milwaukee where they actually promoted people from police officer to deputy chief or assistant chief. Like command staff from police officer. No experience, no nothing. So, but but of course, when a black man gets in, there's always an issue. There's always a reason, right? And, and then you watch people get paid because of perception. And I lost a lot of respect for a lot of people that I used to like. It is not that I dislike them. I just don't respect them. And I thought it was unconscionable that that occurred. But it was their right to sue, right? You know what I'm saying? Black people have sued. We've done things. I mean, black people and women got on this job with Milwaukee because of a lawsuit by the League of Martin. So I get it. Along with our Hispanic brothers and sisters. So. When you're blue, that kind of hurts a lot, right? When people you thought were friends end up thinking of you in a way that you really didn't earn what you have because you're less because you're black. Or you're incompetent because you're black. And some of the things they said about black officers and black captains and, and, it, and it was just insulting because in the end, when you call for help, who do you think showing up? Your brothers and sisters in blue. And that's one thing that's always stuck in my craw about the Milwaukee Police Department. If you have anything to say about it, give me a call. You know who I am. I mean, if you have my phone number, call me. I'll talk. The flip side to that is I only know of one instance where I call for help and the person drove slow. That person subsequently quit. But I know of one instance. I can honestly say in my experience, when an officer called for help, the room emptied. And that's something most people would never understand. You can argue about it and I can complain about it because I was with them. Right? And I'm not perfect either. But when you call for help, they gave it. So, I guess I say this because somebody accused me of being, you're, 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 you you're have a blue bias. I'm like, no, it's not a bias. It's called support. Just like you support things you support, I support things I support. But I also say if you break the law, go to jail. When we come back, we're going to talk about just that. How some cops messed up and ended up, well, they're not in jail yet, but I'm thinking there's a 99.9% chance their future might be a little dark back to the truth on WTMJ if, the world, love them, love them, if they could just see me now my last week of dancing 8556161620 Speaking of cops do, 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 do. does one bad act really erase a multitude of good? Yes or no so you've done things your life and you've dedicated your life to doing certain things and being certain ways and then well, I think if you remember the cops down in um Memphis, Tennessee, the Memphis police Department officers that ended up killing. I believe his name was Tyree Nichols. Um, Those five officers between them had about 100 cases. 100 cases. That the Shelby County District Attorney's Office had to review. Because of those bad cops. These five officers from from the Memphis Police Department were. Involved in about 100 cases that were reviewed by the Shelby County DA's office, 30 to 40 of the cases were dropped. Like all out, just drop them. There's something questionable about them. And then about 12 cases, about a dozen of them that were already charged. had the charges reduced. So what does that say? What does that say about those officers or the work they did? I mean, I understand why they did it, because as soon as you have a defense attorney come up and say, hey, uh, if if they did that to him, what about me? Right? I get it. I think the cases should have been looked at. What I think is an outside entity should have done it. Because those DAs, those ADAs work with those cops all the time. And if you work with them all the time, you get to know each other. You get to trust each other. And clearly, mistakes were made. Crimes were committed. And so in that instance, does one bad act a police officer does erase a multitude of good? Now, I'm sure if you go back in their career, there are some things that they've done that were good. I watched it in the Milwaukee Police Department. You had people who've saved people's lives and then turned around and committed crimes. People are human. No one's perfect. But at some point, there's a standard. And they're held to it. And sometimes there are things you can do That will literally wipe away everything you've ever done. And that's unfortunate. And so when we look back and think about it through this week, make sure you um, examine how to make this country better. How to make lives better. How to make friends. How to cross the racial and political divides that we have. I want to say thank you for tuning in tonight. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate you. Patrick Kane on the news. And um, if you get a chance, check me out Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on 101.7 The Truth, WGKB FM, Milwaukee. So God bless. Take care. I'm out.